0: This is Hey Beautiful, the podcast where we binge and recap every episode of How I Met Your Mother, no spoilers. So suit up, grab a sandwich, and settle in. Hey, Caitlin.
1: Hi, Kate. How are you?
0: Oh, you know it's been a weird couple of weeks how about it fucking hell um well as you know as we talked about off air i am recovering from a nightmare of a surgery uh situation this reminds me of like the the death farm story like i just oh feel shook God. and i'm
1: just like death i don't know farm. if i can do this episode i know
0: i know luckily this is a farm. very very fun episode um i'm feeling okay all things considered, uh, the surgery itself seems to have gone fine. It was just a lot of bullshit around it. Um, but how are, how are you? What's new in, in Caitlin world? Uh,
1: dying, uh, with work right now. Perfect. The end of the school year. Wonderful. I've got a lot of work in yeah. the next six weeks, but then it's summertime.
0: Oh, summer. It's yeah. almost time. You're almost there. Um, Sending love to everybody in India. I know we have listeners there, mm-hmm. um, and it's just <sighs> so sad what's happening there. And if you go to giveindia.org, they're raising tons and tons of money um, because India I did this needs morning. It. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So they make it super easy, and it's it's the least we can do to help because if you live in the U.S., you know what it's like to have a government that kind of – let's things get out of hand when it comes to a pandemic and then this is on like steroids levels yeah so um just give if you can or at least share the information that's giveindia.org to help there there's also crazy shit happening in colombia right now I which i have to look that. into um and i've been i've been recovering from surgery so i haven't posted about it and people got mad that i hadn't posted about it it's like a whole fucking thing but, like, oh my God. obviously I care. <laughs> I'm just trying to, like, put together a cohesive post. So um, wow. the world continues to burn. <sighs> Do what you can to help out. Um, and we hope you all are okay and that your families are safe and healthy and that this isn't um, impacting you directly as much as it is, is is maybe some other folks. So anyway, on to the actual Reason we're here. Um, first of all, Caitlin, during our two weeks off, you forwarded me a bunch yes. of emails. Can, I was like, "Can oh, you tell shit. me what
1: happened with that?" Yeah, so you know, well, it actually kind of not doesn't tie in when we weren't talking about this. So I fucked up, of course, with the live stream. I was like, "Why don't I go on our normal oh, Instagram yeah. account for a live stream?" Like, duh, because it's a private live stream. <laughs> um, so. There's another email, hey at gmail.com. But our true email is heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com. Did
0: we set so up that first email? I don't feel like I did. I set
1: up Hey Beautiful Pod for the Hey Beautiful Podcast2 <laughs> Instagram. The Instagram. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes. That's why. I was wondering what and that was I logged into it the other day randomly <laughs> and found some really old emails. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I created a like a out of office reply that says we don't check it and to email Good. us at our main account. Thank so you. So hopefully for doing that doesn't that. happen again.
0: Thank you for doing yeah. that. We did get, yeah, so we did get some um legendary moments from very old episodes. There yeah. were I also from like Summer. Yeah, and I mean, then Christine yeah, Summer, sent us one. Summer sent a couple there. And I also saw some older legendary moments from A couple other people that I just slipped through the cracks somehow in the regular email, so apologies for that. Um, Just make sure to put the episode name in the title of your email in the subject line because that's what I search for first when I I Mm -hmm. put them together. Then I'll do just like a cursory slide-through, but whatever you can do to help me find your legendary moments would be great. Um, We did get one email, which I wanted us to just discuss for a little bit. Because Christine had a very interesting question. Mm -hmm. Um, And how old was this email, Caitlin? A few weeks was this Yeah, it was just from March. Okay, cool. (laughs) So (laughs) so Christine says... Not
1: February 2020. Right.
0: That's where the other ones were from. Sorry, Summer. Um,
1: Sorry. Summer figured it out, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. So Christine says, hello, hey, beautiful. Okay, so I got wine drunk with a lady friend of mine. In parentheses, I'm blue shirt, two o'clock, which we all know means lesbian. She's cishet and married, but we are still good friends. And an important question was raised. I thought she was going to say they made out after she gave I was all those details that, yeah, that we're going to get same. like a bisexual Lily moment, but that's okay. Um, what is the catalyst that causes Robin to transition from butch hockey player to Robin sparkles? Was it just despite her dad? Was she discovered at a mall? What is the story? Love you dearly, Christine. What do you think, Caitlin? I think it was um,
1: maybe just like spite her dad. Yeah. But I don't know because she still wants his approval.
0: <sighs> yeah. she. I, well, I mean, is there is there wanting more approval than becoming like a pop star? I feel like that's such a – True. Yeah. And she's always – it's always been in her blood to be in the limelight because now she's a TV reporter. Um, Very true. I wonder if it was a custody thing like – Maybe her parents were living together and then they got divorced and she ended up living with her mom and was like, finally got to be raised as a girl and sort of overcorrected. You know what I mean? That's a great theory. I love it. Because I I mean, we know they didn't stay together and she was pretty Mm -hmm. young when she was doing all the hockey stuff. Um, It is unclear when the switch happened, but I'm I'm assuming it was around puberty time where she was kind of like, you know, that's when she started getting into boys because we see we see it, the cracks starting to form, right when she kisses mm-hmm. her her teammate, and her dad's like, "I have no son." So, I'm assuming that moment was a jumping-off point, and then yeah, um, that's a good point. It's anybody's guess from there. So, thanks, Christine. Love when you guys send in fun um, brain teasers like that. Um, mm-hmm. Next up. This past week was a very important holiday for a lot of Hemium fans. Yes. May the 4th. A.K.A. Star Wars Day. Caitlin, what did you do for Star Wars Day? Anything fun? I wore
1: my Yoda shirt that says, help you with your speech and language, I can. Oh. Which all the kids think is baby Yoda. It's, it's not, but that's okay. Oh. One little girl dressed up as Rey. Oh. And one of my good friends was like, I don't, what do you mean, Star Wars Day? So I explained it. You know, they say, may the force be with you, and today is May the 4th. Yeah. And she was like, I don't know anything about the Star Wars
0: that's because they lived them, Ted. That's because they lived the Star Wars. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, I still haven't seen any of them. I know. I feel like a trilogy time might be might be necessary. We'll have to do that. Perfect. Um, I love it. So, yeah, so that was fun. And I found on Reddit that somebody had compiled Bless Them because I was, like, starting to go through it. And I was like, someone has probably done this. Um, all of the Star Wars references in How I Met Your Mother. So I linked it on our Twitter, Hey Beautiful Pod. Um, and you can check those out. It's very cool. It has, like, the small stuff, the big stuff. It's a, it's a decent list. I'm sure they missed some things, but they did a really good job. Nice. Carter Bays wrote a fucking book. He wrote That's a novel. Awesome. I can't wait to read it. Uh, I can't wait to talk about it. Um, it's called The Mutual Friend, and it's coming out summer 2020. So, I mean, 20, summer 2022. I was like, last yeah. year? Yeah, he's that cool. What? Um I'm really excited about it. I don't know anything else about it, but I know that it's a big fucking book from this. From that feels this. like a really long time to wait, though. I know. I know. But this is really exciting, and it makes me want to work more on my book, so... Good job, Yay. Carter. We can't wait. I am, am still waiting for updates about Molly and the Moon as well. Ugh, same. So I, yeah, I, I think there's, we've got That's a lot of- project I'm really excited right? to hear about. We've got a lot mm-hmm. of cool stuff coming from The Gentleman, um, as well as How I Met Your Father, which they're producers, executive producers of, I think. They're somehow involved. Yep. Yep. Um, on the live stream, our Our uh, April live stream, we talked a little bit about um, our feelings about that. So you can if you become a patron, you can check that out. There isn't Mm -hmm. a ton out yet right now about it. Um, So we'll see what we'll see what happens with that. But we're we're going to reserve judgment um, until we learn more about the actual bones of the show. Sure. All right. Almost there. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Caitlin's clearly not reserving judgment. Um, next up, have you left us an iTunes review yet? We actually have a couple new ones, I think. So thank you so Ooh. much. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, we have two new five exciting. stars. The first one is from 420 in 207. Love it. Ooh. And it says, I love this podcast and love the ladies. Himium is my favorite show and I was so happy to find this podcast. One word of pa- oh, hang on. One word of caution, however, it can be really hard for me to listen at some points. I've even had to turn it off when they start eating their cookies. Listen, Caitlin. <laughs> I just ordered some, by the way. I cannot stand the sound of the chewing. I do love you so much, and I also love Rachel's cookies and treats. The oatmeal raisin <sighs> cookie is delicious, but I don't want to hear Yay. you chew it. Totally understand. Fine, um, fine. Feel free to feel free to skip ahead, as long as you also order Rachel's cookies and treats. Um, maybe we should say our. Code up front so people don't miss it. Yeah, right. It. So thank you so much for 20 and 207. The other new one uh, says, This podcast is amazing. I feel like Kay and Kate love himium as much as I do. And I love listening to their take on each episode. It also has the perfect amount of personal stuff mixed into. By far, my favorite podcast.
1: Isn't that Aww, nice? That's really
0: nice. Thank you. And that's from Extina B. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, that's that's about it. Thank you all. Um, let's get into it here. We have uh, a grand total of eight legendary moments from that's listeners wild. like you. And we'll be airing those at the end as usual. Oh, I thought it was 13 still. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> then, I heard, then
1: I registered eight and I was yeah. like, oh,
0: never mind. And now let's get into bagpipes. This episode of Hey Beautiful is brought to you by our Patreon Almighty Five level members, Arjun, Adam, Russell, Tish, Johnny, and Ben. Thank you to all of our patrons as well for their support of this show. Our Patreon works on a sliding scale. You give what you can each month and you'll receive all the perks we offer. Join for as little as $2 a month at patreon.com slash heybeautifulpod. Neither of us are chewing this this episode, right, Caitlin? I'm I am fresh out. We of are Rachel's we are cookie treats, free, which so, is why I just ordered five, <laughs> four or five dozen. Holy shit! This is a cookie free spawn right now. Um, so for if you're anything like um 420 and 207, you're safe. We're just going to talk about how amazing Rachel's cookies and treats is. I honestly can't think of a better recommendation than one that was in one of our reviews. I know. People are loving them.
1: I love that people are enjoying the cookies. Right? The
0: word it's such is such a delicious out. sponsor. Such mm-hmm. a delicious sponsor. These cookies are made in small batches. No preservatives. Nothing weird in them. It's a family-owned, woman-run business.
1: May- you taste the love you taste in the every love.
0: single real ingredient because there's no preservatives. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing weird is going in these cookies. And... They are just amazing. They're amazing, and what's even more amazing is if you order using our promo code, you get 25% off. So you can be like Caitlin and order like five dozen, and it barely makes a dent. Yeah. Just go to Rachel's. more reasonable. Hell yeah. So you go to rachelscookiesandtreats.com and use our promo code HBFAM. That's all caps H-B-F-A-M at checkout and you will get 25% off your order and you can even reuse the code.
1: How cool is that? Very cool. I, cause I clearly continue to reuse the
0: code every uh, time. Yeah. I know. Every- I, I need to put in an order too. And
1: the good- I got a dozen brownies this time cause I'm going to take six for myself and then I'll give six to the That's
0: boys. That's right. You are becoming a, a brownie, a brownie out. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'm going to go to the uh, website and see what's going on. Because you know what? It's springtime. It's almost Mother's yeah, Day.
1: You know what's there.
0: By the, by the time that you you all see this, Mother's Day will be over. But. You know what's
1: there. It's going to be a pop-up as soon as it's you.
0: It's Nona's Key Lime Cookies limited time offer. So mm-hmm. you can get the same delicious lemon cookies that we all love. But this time they got a little extra. Kick to them with that key lime that I love. And I saw. I do not. I, know. I also them. saw if you follow them on, on Instagram at Rachel's Cookies and Treats, Um, they have, again, they brought back the bouquets. Yes, aren't those great? They're so cute. They have like cookie bouquets for Mother's Day, which is so sweet. Um, so yeah, so go to Rachel's Cookies and Treats.com, use our p- promo code HBFAM. And you'll be able to get delicious cookies delivered to you anywhere in the U.S. This is Season 5, Episode 6, Bagpipes. It first aired on November 2nd, 2009. The writer is Robia Rashid, who is a (gasps) lady writer. writer! Yay! And our director is Pam Fryman. So for the cold open, we learned that new neighbors have moved in above Ted and Robin and <laughs> they are banging constantly. But much like sandwiches, we get this new euphemism for having sex, um, you know, as code for the kids to whom he's telling the story. And the code is that they're playing the bagpipes. All the time. All the time. And we see Ted on the couch, and he's got that Shaker wrestling shirt on, which someone in the Legendary Moments mentions, too. Um, And as we know, this is both Ted Mosby's and Josh Radner's hometown, Shaker Heights, Mm -hmm. Ohio. Um, Caitlin, have you ever lived downstairs from somebody who played the bagpipes all the time? No, have you, Kate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I... I remember. Several, honestly, several times. I feel like the one you're talking about was more recent. Um, yes, it was. <laughs> holy shit. I, for, I honestly forgot about that. The one that I was thinking about is when I lived, it was basically I was living in Ted's apartment. I was living over a, a an Irish bar, and my upstairs neighbors were just slamming it out. Like, anytime I was in the kitchen, I was just like, oh my God. Like, I just stop what I'm doing. Like, it's You're like impressive. S- stirring your sauce yeah. in your pot and just like, like, holy fucking shit, right? Basting the chicken. Didn't help that I was like single at the time. And I was just like, Aww. I'm just going to stand here for a while. <laughs> but the other time was slightly more awkward because definitely knew the people that I could hear.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it just makes it a little different i was like
0: holy like good for them but also wow that's a lot um so yeah it is it is always fun i i just think it's funny like i think it's funny i i'm not like ted who's like annoyed about it well i think it just got to the level of just ridiculousness because robin's pissed off too yeah that's true that's true um but the thing about Robin is, she's like, "Can you hear all this bagpiping?" And they're both like sniping about it. But I'm like, "Isn't it weirder that Ted hears you bagpiping with Barney?" Yeah, that's like a the lot fact stranger. That she still lives there. Is weird. This deep into their their relationship is is bizarre. Like when she came out of the room, I was like, "Oh yeah, Robin lives here." Mm-hmm. Fucking weird. Um. Yeah, so we get a little cute Jurassic Park reference, and mm-hmm. um, then we cut to the credits. And then we come back, and it's at the bar.
1: The bar that Ted is going to to get away from the bagpiping. That's right, that's <laughs> right. Looking for some peace and quiet. Um, but that doesn't last too long because Barney joins him and shares that he's a little worried about. Marshall and Lily, and <laughs> thinks that they're going to get divorced, gives them <laughs> two, three weeks tops, because Lily makes Marshall wash the dishes as soon as he done, he's done, mm-hmm. and I want to know what psycho lets Dirty Dishes just sit there. No,
0: thank you. You just... Just ro- rose my hand, yeah.
1: Like, you'll go to bed with, like, Dirty Dishes yeah. in the sink?
0: Well, we we split the labor where I usually do most of the cooking, and Liz does the dishes. Yeah. So at most they're there overnight and then she does them in the morning. But yeah. But we are huh. much we are much more type B than than you folks. Yeah. It's just how it is.
1: And also like I know we're like type A and so scheduled, but it's because we've so much to fucking do yeah. all the time. Yeah.
0: No, you know no other way to do any of it. And that's and that's I think that's when I'm most organized is when I have a lot going on. But you know, we're we ain't got no kids. We ain't got no so six a.m. pure bar. Oh no, bitch! That's five
1: thirty. Five thirty. I got up at four forty-five. Jesus, that's why I'm like dead Mary right now. Mary and
0: Joseph. That's crazy. Um. So yeah, every couple has their own deal, but yeah, Barney really feels like this is this should be a deal breaker for Marshall. And it would be for anyway. you.
1: It would be for you. Well. I mean, we'll, we can get into it when we talk about Marshall and Lily and how they handled it, but if Chris really felt that strongly, and same for me, if I really felt that strongly about something, we would maybe not not do it, but just be like, you know what I mean? They'd just be like, know when to, to push. Sure, or, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so anyway, Barney's scared and horrified for his friends, but Ted realizes what this is. It's NRS, New Mm. Relationship Smugness. Um, And basically, Barney's still Mm. in the honeymoon stage, so he thinks that he is in the best relationship in the world. Every song's about him, (laughs) all that kind of shit. Mm. Um, Marshall shows up and, you know, defends himself. It's not a big deal. Lily likes a clean sink, but... You know, the big deal is actually more that Barney and Robin are the better couple because if Marshall brings it up, Lily and Marshall will have a fight. And Barney and Robin, they don't fight. So all right, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Marshall is clearly not threatened. Yeah, sure, Jenny. And he has this like amazing monologue here where he's so confident. You know, he's like, son, I've been in a relationship since you had a ponytail and we're playing Dave Matthews on your mama's Casio. (laughs) Sick burn, Marshall. Sick
0: burn.
1: But, yeah, I love He calls him Rook and just kind of shoots him down. And it's just so confident. And then Barney kind of, like, shatters that by telling Marshall that not liking dirty dishes in the sink is a Lily problem, not a Marshall problem. And, you know... Barney starts to to talk about how um, he and Robin, how they avoid their fights because Marshall just avoids the fights by doing the things he doesn't want to do. But Barney and Robin have a different tactic. Uh, Barney just will, like, legit walk out of the room and just leave yeah. anytime there's about to be a fight. And Robin will... Uh, starts to take off her clothes. Get
0: naked. Yeah.
1: Which is, you know, two pretty good tactics. Yeah. Um, but Barney starts to give Marshall some relationship advice, which you know is always just going to be a disaster. Um and and shares what he would do if he were in Marshall's position. And there's this whole like fantasy sequence. And it's like very nineteen fifties yeah. housewife. <clears throat> Lily's super bubbly happy um hops up on his knee mm-hmm. and she's like that vacant housewife. And I, uh, Chris and I have this like long-standing joke of like, oh, I have a tiny woman brain. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's where it stems from. From this, when we watched this episode, we were like cracking up about it. I'm like, so and good. that's that's where it started. Yeah. Um, but Barney likens uh, him washing the dishes because Lily doesn't like a dirty sink to him asking her to paint their ceiling because he would like a replica of the Sistine Chapel. So she's like, oh, that makes so much sense. Stupid, But yeah, you know, halfway through this, Ted points out that it's just not a good idea. But Marshall's intrigued and wants to hear him out, which is... Really, like, the second mistake, because the first mistake was just letting him talk to begin with and even entertain it at all. But the second was definitely letting him continue. Um, But so in this, like, fantasy sequence, Barney not only successfully convinces Lily, but he also convinces Marshall as well. And Ted tries to save Marshall from Mm -hmm. falling for Barney Stinson's circus tent of funhouse mirrors and flawed logic. But it doesn't work. And he's like, this is how you got that earring in 03. And I love Barney, like, points out, like, hey, that earring looked cool. And Marshall's
0: like, yeah, it did. He's <laughs> yeah. like that little, like, devil on your shoulder. Yeah, it's very much Ted on the right and Barney on the left. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Barney in this role, too. But we don't – What we – because as I was first watching it, I was like, why is Barn- is Marshall listening? Because he's usually – the guys are only usually susceptible to Barney's bullshit when they're in like a vulnerable a state yeah. or a low state. And I was like, he seems so confident and he, they're obviously such a good couple. So at first I was like, is he just feeling insecure because they don't – he's – you know, they – supposedly don't fight but then we find out that this dishes thing is actually like ben fucking driving marshall nuts their whole relationship and he just hasn't said it because it would cause a fight and he wants to keep the peace and he is mad somehow barney picked up on that like little disturbance in the force right that like had just been buried I wonder if it's because Marshall,
1: and when we see that clip, Marshall just, like, walks away after putting it in the dip, in the sink, and it's not until Lily says something that he, like, goes back and does it. Yeah. So maybe he realized it's not his inclina- first inclination. Right,
0: and, I mean, I feel like he probably just picked up on, like, because Barney's a fucking sociopath. Like, he knows how to oh, yeah. read people. And he could tell. I mean, obviously, Marshall didn't want to do it because he walked away from the fucking sink. Mm-hmm. You know? But then Marshall just explodes. I he hate literally doing explode. my dishes right away
1: <laughs> loses it and it that's so that's when Robin shows up and uh, <sighs> Ted's relieved because she can mm-hmm. tell him the truth yeah and and it's not about telling Marshall that Barney's advice is terrible, but it's wondering whether or not he that, you know, Barney and Robin fight. And Ted's such a jerk, and he points out that they're the most emotionally ill-equipped people to have a relationship. Just, like, stay out of it, Ted.
0: Yeah, and that's why, I mean, what they do is not right, but it's probably mostly because Ted has been a douchebag about their ability. Well, yeah, Barney says that, like, we were
1: sick of everyone saying that we were, like, sucked at being in a couple. Right,
0: and just, like, making fun of them.
1: Unless it's, like, ruining the group dynamic, then you know because then it's bringing it into like a different.
0: Mm. No, I think to- I think Ted's probably just bitter. Of course, <clears throat> you know even even so, but he should just stay out of it unless it was
1: like affecting their friendship. Absolutely, absolutely. Keep your mouth shut. Um. Yeah, but anyway. Um, they Robin points makes like a funny joke about them having one little fight and about who is more awesome and they just called it a tie and had sex. And speaking of, she's so excited to go away with Barney for the weekend. And not, you know, for when she when she uh connects those two sentences, you think it's because oh she can't wait to like get away and, and like have some crazy vacation sex with Barney. Mm-hmm. No, it's so she can get away from those bagpiping <laughs> neighbors.
0: <laughs> right. Right.
1: Um and, and there we get, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the setup for the the episode. Everyone has their assignments for right. the weekend. Right. Ted's gonna go confront the neighbors. Marshall's Marshall's gonna confront Lily and Barney and Robin will just continue to be the awesome couple that they are. Well yeah totally legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since Marshall is even convinced that Barney uh Barney's idea is good. That really just shows how much he hates a dishes because he's willing to listen to him. Um, and, you know, Lily's reasonable. She'll see the logic. Um, but Ted doesn't believe him. And so they uh, make a slap bet. Slap bet, bet returns. Woo-hoo! Slap bet number two. Mm-hmm. Um, and we cut to Marshall putting a dish in the sink. Mm-mm. And we hear Lily ask him to wash it. and he's like, And he says, you know, I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> But we don't get any more of the scene yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the next thing we know, Ted's answering the door to the apartment and Marshall's got a bag full of stuff and a pillow. And, uh, you know, maybe Barney wasn't wasn't right. And Ted slaps Marshall across the face so quick <laughs> and tells him he'll make up the couch.
0: Oh, I love it so much. Uh, before we move on to the next scene, let me see what I've highlighted here. Um I the writing in this episode is really great. Uh, shout out mm. to Robia. I love early on in the scene when Barney first comes in, and there's it's like zoomed in so you can't see more than their faces. But Ted's like, it's certainly not a big enough deal for you to be holding my hands. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. it cuts out, and they're just, Barney's just like gripping Ted's hands because white knuckle. He's like so upset that Marshall and Lily are gonna get divorced. Mm-hmm. And it, it got me thinking about new relationships, smugness, and, like, it's definitely a thing. I feel like we've all been there. Like, I don't think I've ever outgrown it. I think Chris and I are, like, a much better couple than most of our friends. <laughs> well, that might be true. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I I mean, I, I definitely feel that about some couples, for sure. But there definitely is that that period of, like, oh, my God, what will our first fight even be about? Like, I remember saying that with Liz hilarious, right? Like, there's just that there's reminds me of your TikTok, right? It's just when you're like, oh. there isn't one fucking day of the mm. year. Um, but yeah, so like there, there's just, there is a real thing about confusing the honeymoon period with, Um, superiority I guess Mm. and being a dick about it but (laughs) usually comes back around and I said that it's kind of like it's kind of like um, we've talked about it before like the allure of cheating versus the actual reality because like every relationship is going to settle into normal life because Mm -hmm. we have things beyond just our romantic relationship and so there's like peaks and valleys and so just just beware of the new relationship smugness. Um mm-hmm. but of course Barney is almost 40 and has never been in a relationship, so he doesn't know what he's what he's experiencing is an illusion. Um but of course we have already seen the cracks in their relationship. We've gotten, you know, Robin's jealousy and lack of boundaries like, you know, breaking into his stuff. We have Barney sneaking around trying to get like insider info on Robin. We've got mm-hmm. his inability to listen to her when she needs him. And both of them, like Ted said, being pretty emotionally stunted overall. So like we, we know they're not perfect, but I feel like even the first time I watched this, I was like, wow, maybe they really don't fight. Like maybe they really are perfect for each other. Cause they seem yeah. to have, they, they definitely have chemistry. The timing was yeah seems to be right or is it is it the compatibility that's missing like it seems like they're so perfect for each other because they're so similar but maybe that's a detriment you know too similar too similar right because Robin and Ted were just boring together because they because Ted was able to help her navigate being in a relationship um so yeah so Barney's obviously in denial it was nice to see marshall in his element for a moment bragging about what a great boyfriend he's been that was like just such a great Mm -hmm. little speech that he has um and yeah so i mean barney's basic thesis was that if something bothers you it's your job to fix it which as like i said like he's almost 40 So that makes sense that that's his that's his idea of how to get through life Mm -hmm. because he's never really had a relationship. But usually in a relationship, you try to lighten each other's load. Um, So that's something he's still fucking learning. Um, So after the weekend, which we suppose, you know, Marshall spent at Ted's. Robin and Barney swoosh back into the bar, and I just fucking <laughs> love it. They're such assholes. I love them. They're such assholes. In this it's role. amazing. Um, they're so happy, and Marshall's so depressed. No black diamonds, but a My lot of red hearts.
1: I'm like, oh, she's such a journalist. I love it. It's like a sign off. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Absolutely. Know?
0: And they're just they're in their element because it's, it's fucking so false. good. It's a lie. So they can just rub it in because it's yeah. not fucking true. So we Makes find out fun. Marshall's whole weekend is terrible. And now we cut back, classic him, him and we get what exactly happened. Because now Barney's home and um, Daddy's home and they can, oh my he God. can explain it. So from the top, Marshall just fumbles so bad. <laughs> so glad you brought that up no no (laughs) like and just goes in angry has no idea what he's saying is just completely incoherent and Mm -hmm. and he knows that as a lawyer it's extra embarrassing that he can't fucking get through this to her Come, that's not fair though she's all eyes and boobs she's all eyes and boobs which i love and he's (laughs) Back to back, he says, I make more money for than you, and then dance, dance for me. Right. <laughs> and he just, and like, even Barney's like,
1: oh no, dude.
0: And he like pats his knee, and it's like, it's like you think maybe it's going to be okay. And then he pats his knee, and you're like, oh yeah, this is Lily. This isn't Barney's fantasy of Mm-mm. Lily, right? <clears throat> and, um... Oh, the other thing when they like fucking made out in the fantasy, oh. I remember watching the extras and Allison was like so weirded out after they made out. You, yeah, She's like, I kissed Neil. <laughs> she was so weirded out. Um, so yeah, so it's really, really bad. Cle- and clearly Marshall and Lily don't fight that often because when they, knew- they do, they have all of the fights and they, like everything's rehashed and mm-hmm. – Um, that happens when you've been in a long relationship like if you don't agree to like let things go things just fucking pile up and then you use or address
1: it then and there that's Chris's thing he's like no we're going to talk about it yeah 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 (laughs) otherwise it's going to come back up at the worst time exactly you
0: fuck you but you're right but fuck you yeah Like I don't want to talk about it right now but we and we see that with Robin and Barney right like later on (laughs) we find out that the fights don't go away um and I love the scene of you know Marshall and Lily's fight, sort of cloning themselves around the apartment. And my mom doesn't hate you; she is neutral about you, <laughs> which I love. Mm. Um, and Bar- of course, Barney just continues because now he sees he's got Marshall in his in his trap, and he clutches and his clutches. Yeah, and like if if Lily and Marshall aren't the best couple, then they are the best couple. So now he's like. He just wants to keep the title. He gets in real close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like basically the devil whispers in his ear. Yeah. It's like, it would take and I I immediately thought about you when he was whispering in his ear about snacking and the anxiety oh, of snacking because yeah. of the chocolate chips. Mm-mm-mm. It's like no more no more
1: needing to like I can't eat chocolate your chips shirt. At all. I end up dropping them all the time. I know
0: that's what I'm saying like the anxiety. It it would completely take out the anxiety of snacking. Soda soda. Ooh, yeah. I could go for a fucking movie theater popcorn and soda. I miss movie theater popcorn so much and the giant soda. Um And so again You said that so loudly. You're so brave. What? Soda? Oh, the house is empty, so. Oh. <laughs> also, it's not a it's not a dirty word here. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's at this house <laughs> must must be <laughs> Must be nice. Um, so um, Marshall is still listening to him. He's like, "No, no, no!" Like, I want to listen to this. Like, I feel like I feel like he's right. I need to fight for this. I need to make a stand. And we get um, Ted saying, "Like, it's a quagmire. There's no exit strategy." And which are buzzwords from the war in Afghanistan, of course, which mm. was topical in two thousand nine. Um, still going, Ugh. twelve years later, um, and I just love the line of Marshall saying, "If I want to leave my dishes caked with ketchup and pasta," and Ted's like, "What are you eating? We're eating oh,
1: trash? Yeah,
0: and um, yeah, so then, and we also find out, so he's gonna double down against against Ted's wishes." <sighs> And then we turn, It turns out that Ted also did try to talk to the neighbors, but it was actually two old people, so he didn't really know <laughs> how to handle it. So he just had a butterscotch and, you know, listened, nodded politely at some racist comments, racist and comments. Left. so perfect, perfect weekend. S- not really, yeah. Except for the lovebirds.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, RoRo and Barnstormer mm-hmm. are more in love with each other ever, mm-hmm. and Marshall and Lily continue to fight. And Ted keeps hearing more bagpiping than it's healthy. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Barney and Robin like enjoyed that
0: part of their relationship? Like the fake- Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look at them, yeah. like forehead to forehead, slow dancing in the fucking. I know that's bar. exactly what
1: I have in my mind. Yeah.
0: It was like when they when they lied about being a couple and like yeah. you know, they just they just love all of that stuff. They like pulling one over on people and mm-hmm it it fuels them and it's it's comp- it's competition, you know? I love it. They're so good at it because they don't fucking mean it.
1: It's so good. It was yeah. so good to watch though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um Marshall comes over to the apartment to reveal just how petty <laughs> Lily is. On uh, on Sunday, she, we know it was a big breakfast, it's special in their house. Yep. Lily made pancake. Pancake and bacon strip. <laughs> She didn't make him anything.
0: I love it. Just
1: pulled one piece of bacon out of the pack. I first of all, why? I would say like one pound of bacon I know, right, and only a single
0: pancake. Wow, girl.
1: But I I admire the restraint due to the pettiness. pettiness,
0: Yeah. Don't want to leave one. And I love how Ted
1: doesn't even allow Marshall to feel sorry for himself because he reminds him it's like it's his own damn fault for listening to Barney. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um and, like, why would he even listen to him anyway? He gives horrible relationship advice. And Ted's like, well,
0: not really, because now, you know, they're the best couple. Um, And that's something that obviously really bothers Marshall, because he's, first of all, he's a relationship guy through and through. And also, he's competitive, too, you know, and he yeah. he feels like he's losing over something so stupid, but. Understand. I wrote some of these notes
1: again and I don't know, but I. Don't oh, God, what did you say? <laughs> no, it's just like full of like typos and auto corrections. Love it. Love it. Uh, um, but Ted's like super suspicious of them being like really lovey dovey and he is determined to figure out what's going on because he can't just like let his friends be happy. No. But he knows that. He knows something's, something's up, though. Yeah. He, because this Robin hates nicknames.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we get some flashbacks. Um, she vetoes a bunch of of great, great nicknames, like Robbie Wobby. <laughs> Robby Robby Wobby. Wobby, yeah, Sherbs.
0: Sherbs, I love.
1: T- Sherbs. I love, I love Sherbs. Yeah. t Yay or nay on T-Mo's? Her- I hate T-Mo's.
0: I'm not a T-Mo's fan either. Teddy T-mos Westside is to go. the one.
1: Teddy Westside's here to stay, but t has got to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just then the bagpipes start up and Marshall comments that it sounds like a little different. And Ted's like, oh yeah, they're probably bagpiping, <laughs> they're in the bathroom now, probably using like the shower chair. <laughs> and and then that he realized that's how he can get the scoop on what's been going on with Barney and Robin. Yeah.
0: The thing that came to me when I was watching this this piece of of Lily and Marshall sort of falling apart because they feel less perfect than Barney and Robin is it's very much the same as like Instagram relationships. Mm -hmm. Like I, it's, I saw it as a great lesson about social media because from experience, um, usually the couples who are constantly posting about how wonderful their relationship is, they are the least happy people Mm -hmm. um like i i personally know people who have been going through separations (laughs) affairs divorces all kinds of stuff and they're the ones who post more than ever about how happy things are because they're trying to convince themselves which is what barney and robin are doing so just remember that what people project isn't always reality there's no perfect relationship and don't don't trust the very curated picture that people put out or let it shake the Mm -hmm. foundation of your own relationship here 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 um also i love when lily says i don't care if you have an orgasm if you care you do it I went 18 years without the touch of a woman. I can do it again. You might have to. You might have to. So fucking good. Um. So Barney and Robin come into the bar all smug, but they don't know what Ted knows. And so he has invited Phil from 12B to the bar to fucking put this charade to end to the to bed. And I love when Ted says horse apples. Ah, I wrote it down. (laughs) You two don't fight horse apples. Horse apples. I like that, and I like apple bag. He's got a couple that he says in the show that are just amazing. Yeah, I forgot about apple bag. So, of course, the two of them don't fight at Ted's apartment. So we find out from the downstairs neighbor, much like Ted has been listening to the bagpipes from upstairs, so Phil has been listening to the fights of Barney and Robin. And it has only been a small amount of time. It's just since the ski weekend, but it's been enough that it made an impression. Nasty. It's been fucking bad. Broken plates, fucking threats. It looks like stab yeah, me. me in the heart. <laughs> Crazy shit. And so we flash back to the ski lift when it all fell apart. And Barney's bragging about getting Marshall and Lily to fight. And Robin I disagrees too. with him. I do, that's right, because he has the mitten on, right? And mm-hmm. um the ski lift stalls, and so they're just stuck there and he can't run away, she can't get naked, <laughs> maybe just my pants. I love that part. But they have yeah, they have no escape, so they have to fight because they're both very opinionated people and very hot-blooded. Mm-hmm. So this was this was a there was only it was only a matter of time. Um mm-hmm. So yeah, so like we said earlier, it's not just the current fight, but all of the fights they thought they had avoided come back around. So the tie, um, the panties in the closet, Mm -hmm. all of the stuff that they thought that they didn't have to deal with because they quote unquote avoided it, they start fighting about that too. So it's just this crazy shit. And so finally, they realize that they're, they're caught out and- we learned that they wanted to hide it because everyone else was making them making fun of them for being so dysfunctional. Yeah. Yeah. So of course their reaction was very immature and dysfunctional because they're immature but, and dysfunctional, but it's not Ted's relationship isn't absolutely. It? And Put I I would like to say that maybe if he knew they weren't lying about this, he would have left it alone, but we have proof in the future that he doesn't do that.
1: At the apartment, we hear Lily again being petty, so calling good. out from the kitchen off camera, letting Marshall know that dinner's ready. And he's, "Did you make me any?" And she goes, "No." And it's your favorite.
0: <laughs> uh, you know what? I bet people hated Lily this episode, but I, loved I loved it. it. I, I was here it. for all yeah, of it. Absolutely. Um. So I love that she just made some
1: for herself. So anyway, there's a knock at the door. Marshall goes to answer it, and it's Barney and Robin, and they need. Marshall and Lily's advice um so hmm. we get to see all of these awful fights between the two of them and how it escalates and yeah um and that's <laughs> actually all it really takes for Marshall and Lily's fight to kind of disappear because
0: they're so horrified you see their faces like oh my god they're like oh
1: my god like it doesn't matter about the dishes I'll wash them whenever and Lily's like I don't care don't wash them unless it's you know cheese based that soak. That. let it soak that's cute yeah Um, and Marshall, the Robin and Barney are amazed that, you know, as Marshall says, he puts their, they put their ego aside. Lily says that you remember the love you have is bigger than winning, which just makes (laughs) Barney and Robin burst out laughing. But Lily explains that like, seriously though, like once you get past the honeymoon stage, that's when like you can do the real stuff and that's where the fun stuff is. And that's when it gets real good.
0: Yeah. Um. They're so lucky to have Marshall and Lily, like. To sort of help them,
1: like a healthy relationship yeah, role model, to help
0: them to, shep- to help be shepherded through these like next phases. Because I think the honeymoon period, you're not listening to anybody anyway. But both Mm-mm. of them are such ding dongs when it comes to relationships. Like it's nice that they have that they have these, yeah. these this long time couple around to help. Sweet, for sure. And you know they've been dying to give a relationship advice. Oh.
1: Yeah, yeah, obviously, because we see them, you know, Barney, at the end of this interaction, Barney and Robin decide that they're just going to kind of keep on going the way they are. So see how long that lasts and how healthy that is for Mm them. Mm -hmm. Um, And... You know, even if they aren't the best couple in the world, it's not a competition. And then we cut immediately back to the apartment where Marshall and Lily are celebrating because they are the best couple in the world. They've got their status back. They can sit up on their thrones. They're very excited.
0: I love that gif so much. So fucking much of them popping a a cork and being like, best couple in the world. And I have definitely felt like that with Liz when we've seen very (laughs) smug assholes like – disintegrate it's like whoo. feels good it feels good because it's like they were being critical and and acting like they were high and mighty and yes i'm a very competitive person so pop pop the bubbly um and then we just get this final little cut to after the credits of or after the black and it's marshall and lily making up and it's the same um the same sort of motif of when they were fighting, where it like clones all over the apartment of them making out, and then it slowly pans to downstairs and we hear bagpipes from Bag the downstairs pipes. neighbor's perspective. So that's bagpipes. What did you think, Caitlin? It's so fun. Yeah, I really like this episode. me too. it's a It's a sweet one, and I love the the angle of the downstairs neighbors and and Barney and Robin getting caught red-handed you know Mm -hmm. because they were so fucking smug i love it it's so good but it's also so good when it gets when it gets undone it was like a very satisfying episode Mm -hmm. and it was it was sweet like this is um another time where we're seeing marshall and lily sort of not like yeah compared to barney and marshall and sort of jockeying for their place as the couple Mm -hmm. in this in this group and it's nice to see them sort of figuring that out so it's a it's a good way to keep marshall and lily's stuff fresh because you know what what do they have to fight about anymore you know Mm. they're fucking happy so Mm -hmm. it's it's good that they now have this foil of of barney and robin to to play off of All right, let's get into these legendary moments so Caitlin can go to bed. Because it's a late night for you. Um, All right, (sighs) first up is our friend Adam. And Adam says, (laughs) first of all, could I get a birthday shout out? Mine was the 26th of March. Happy birthday, Adam. Happy birthday. Um, I love this episode because Barney is up to his old tricks of convincing Marshall. Then it spawns fights, which I love how Marshall and Lily's fights multiply and how Lily fights dirty. I don't know why Marshall would even listen to Barney, Yep, but love how they make up at the end. My legendary moment is when Lily uses the shining voice and every Marshall was like, please don't do that. So cute. Stay safe from your friend, Adam. Thanks, buddy.
1: All right. Next up is Helena. Helena says, hey, ladies, another really good episode. Since I always binge the show when I watch, the seasons all kind of run together, so I never realized how many bangers season five has. That's right. Although maybe I just get distracted by a certain not so great episode that is also in this season. In parentheses, Kate knows. I, I the,
0: the foreshadowing of this episode has been the most epic thing, and I hope... I hope my rage delivers on that episode. I'll make sure that it does. <laughs> There's
1: a lot to love uh, in this episode from the surprisingly ingen- ingen- ugh, ingenious euphemism Bagpipes just worked so well to Ted's line it's certainly not a big enough deal for you to be holding my hands <laughs> yeah. but what always stands out to me is Barney's fantasy marriage scenes with Lily they're hilarious but also make me deeply uncomfortable and if I had a time machine I would go back to 2010 and watch Neil and Allison film those scenes catch you ladies next time Helena
0: thanks Helena alright Thank next up is Dennis and Dennis says hello K and K I like to call you K squared but I will call you Ooh. by your chosen name laughing laughing I actually specifically became a patron just so you could would read my whole legendary moment for this episode because it's extremely obscure. It's not the Robin and Barney fight or the cute old people, but rather the shirt Ted wears in the opening scene. It reads Shaker Wrestling as somebody who is extremely passionate about wrestling, not pro wrestling, real wrestling. As a retiree wrestler, now volunteer coach, journalist for the sport, and host of a podcast on wrestling. Oh, my gosh. I know someone else who does a podcast on wrestling. Really? Who? Uh, Neighbors
1: of ours. Oh,
0: cool. He's a wrestling coach. Oh, nice. Uh, It's called Mostly Wrestling Stories, available on Apple Podcasts. Look at this dude plugging his shit on our fucking, (laughs) I love it. Care for it. And Spotify. Yeah, that's right. I'm shouting out my own podcast on here. Going to use those patron benefits for all they're worth. Amen, dude. It's the cap recording me. Get, get that, get them bennies. That shirt always makes me smile a bit. Seeing one of my favorite things represented randomly in my favorite shell, but it also makes me think because Shaker must be the mascot for Ted's Shaker Heights, Ohio, which I'm not sure you knew this, but Ohio is one of the best States for wrestling in the country. I did know this. And my co-captain, it's like Ohio, Iowa, all that shit. Mm -hmm. Iowa's real. Yeah.
1: I know they're Iowans. Yeah. The, one, the ones I know. Oh,
0: is that who does the wrestling podcast?
1: Yeah. Really? Interesting. No, 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 no. Different neighbor. Oh, okay,
0: okay, okay. But the not the
1: one who lives on the same. Gotcha. Not the same. Driveway neighbors. Not
0: my middle school crush. No. And then my but high school also crush. also an Iowan who married each who other. Is
1: a wrestler. <laughs> Wild. And I tried to Facetime you on Saturday because I went to this uh, thing.
0: Oh yeah. And oh. hugged me. <gasps> is he still like, he still can get it. Yeah. And you know what he said? He looked me in the eye and he was like, How are you? Are you happy? How's your
1: life? Like, genuinely. Oh, what's he doing now?
0: To what's he asking? I think to? he's still in
1: South Carolina.
0: Oh, Is his hair long?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. He had like this, no, like it looked good. Wasn't though. he like doing well, surfing stuff? Mm hmm. He had on, like, this black, like, fitted black shirt, like, buttoned down, and had, like, this really cool embroidery pattern all over it, and then, like, a tight-fitting black vest, like, hipstery, then like, blackish, like, jeans that were kind of, like, dusty, dirty-looking, and, like, cool shoes. Like, he just looked like...
0: Damn, I forgot he was even a thing.
1: (sighs) Me, too. Until I was just, like... Woo! Hey.
0: Yeah. How are hey. you? Hey? What are you doing? How long are you home for? <laughs> uh, 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 anyway, back to our, anyway, back whew. to ben Dennis's letter. Um, uh, OK, if Ted was a good enough wrestler to compete as a varsity starter in Ohio, then he had to be pretty decent and should probably be at least a bit tougher than he is, if so. <clears throat> I have a feeling he got this shirt at the fucking goodwill ironically I don't think Ted was ever a wrestler come on no um if he is just some fan of wrestling that shows up to the high school college wrestling meets all the power to him but I'm really interested in what got him into it yeah I don't I don't get the I don't get the vibe that he's really into that I feel like he probably found that shirt when he was like home visiting his parents or something at like a, a secondhand store yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. Also, I just got to season five in my binge of all your episodes, so I'm finally caught up, and I just started listening to you mixing up the Scooby and PJ actors. Listen, they look very similar. As somebody that has a small but loyal fan base on TikTok because of looking vaguely like Sebastian Stan, I don't know who that is, I always say to them, I think you guys just compare me to every white guy with dark hair and light eyes, so I get the mix up. P.S., I also have another podcast called books that saved me on spotify for anybody who wants to check that out thank you so much dennis (laughs) so glad damn you you are busy that you were hustling out here with your multiple podcasts thank you for sending the lechmo
1: our next legendary moment comes from David M. And David actually did not feel the same way we did about bagpipes. He says, kind of meh episode for me, honestly. Hmm. Legmo to Barney's solution to solving issues of just getting up and leaving without a word. Because <laughs> honestly, same. Complete avoidance is key. Yeah. Ledgemo to Phil. The actor they got to play him was great. You could really feel the contempt for his upstairs neighbor <laughs> yeah. beneath the plain niceness. Love it. Micro-legmo to a reason that you shouldn't agree with Lily over Marshall being that she's shorter
0: than him. <laughs> love it all right uh next up is edwin and edwin says hello beautiful ladies i've missed too many legendary moments so i'm sending extra love today i have finally recovered from my birthday week woo 24 seems scary oh bless you little baby but time stops for no one and by little baby i don't mean you're a wuss i mean you have your whole life ahead of you oh yeah like you're just a little a little sweet anyways enough about me i hope you girl gals are doing fantastic the patreon content has been impeccable so thank you for that my legendary moment from this episode is when marshall tries to use barney's magical fantasies in his real life marriage i make more money than you and then seeing the boys reaction (laughs) i just get a nice chuckle from this whole scene p.s ted should have hit marshall harder on that slap bet long one today whoops thank you for this podcast and we love you for all you do Edwin and the Mosby Boys, oh, very sweet. Diane writes, "Hi K and really like this episode, oh, I and I one, think sorry,
1: my- yeah, it's all right, no big deal. I really like this episode, and I think my legendary <clears throat> moment is either Robin and Barney fighting over the ripped up tie because it's so domestic, and I love Barney's scoff as Robin holds the torn fabric shyly, <laughs> or Lily making pancake bacon strip." and dinner for one. It's very petty, and of course, it's typical Aldrin Justice. Amazing. I also like this episode overall. I enjoyed seeing the difference between the two main couples and how they're exploring some of the cracks in Robin and Barney's relationship. Side note, I'm not sure if this is great... Trivia, but in the last scene when Lily and Marshall are bagpiping and their neighbors below hear it, I noticed the lady neighbor is reading a, a book by Joanna Fluke. I looked her up, and that's a real author who went to St. Cloud University. Hmm. Her main character in her novels even lives in a small hmm. Minnesota town, which I thought was a cute Easter egg. Interesting. Have a great day. I'm also excited to hear your thoughts on how I met your father,
0: Ooh, Diane. that's that is a cool piece of trivia, Diane. Thank you. Yeah. All right, next up is Tish. And Tish Tish says, hey, K&K, this isn't really my favorite episode, but my legmo has has to be when Marshall shows up to Ted's door with his pillow and then Ted slaps him. He truly deserved that and shouldn't have listened to Barney. (gasps) Happy 100 episodes. You guys have officially released 100 episodes. That's fucking crazy. We did? Oh, my God. I have counted and included this one. Including this one, you have made 100 pod episodes, including all your special <gasps> bonus mini This doesn't include any spe- special Patreon-specific episodes, however. Regards, Tish. Thank you so much, oh. Tish. That's so exciting. Wow. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. What a, what a mensch for counting for us. Thank you so much, Tish. I know. Tish. Just bless. And <sighs> that means our 100th, the 100th episode of Him, Him is coming up, which we're going to do an all-open live wash for. So get ready Cannot for that, Cannot wait. Cannot
1: wait. All right, last up, we got Jeff. Jeff writes in to say, Hi, k I hope you're both doing well. My mo for this episode has to be Marshall's son. I've had a girlfriend since you had a ponytail, and we're playing Dave Matthews on your mama's Casio speech. Slightly smug, Marshall is always hilarious. Honorable mention to Lily making pancake and bacon strip. Also, I just noticed the wedding picture in their apartment, complete with Marshall in a hat. Best, Jeff.
0: I noticed Aww. the wedding
1: picture, too. Made me laugh.
0: I love it. All right, Caitlin, mm-hmm. what is your legendary moment for bagpipes? Oh, letty, uh, let, let, let,
1: Letty's pilliness.
0: Letty's, Lily's letty's,
1: pettiness. Lily's
0: pettiness. Wow. Lily's pettiness. Good one. Um, I... Oh, there are a couple good ones. Um, honorable mention goes to Lily's dress in the Fantasies. I think it's so freaking cute. Um, mm. But my legmo is definitely also Marshall's speech about being a boyfriend at the bar oh so good um i feel like it's actually based on something i meet you i felt like it was something um but let me i don't know it
1: sounds like any of those war police movie kind of scenes where the new guy comes in all tough yeah.
0: and the veterans got to set
1: him straight
0: but like the stuff like i've forgotten more about than yeah. you'll ever know i think that's from Same. something. hang on well there's a bob dylan song that says i forgot more than you'll ever know Mm, so maybe it's based on that but i thought it was from like a a speech from a movie or something yeah so mine's mine's definitely that speech wherever it's from um yeah it looks like it might be rooted in a in a song but yeah that's that's it for this time oh thank you for looking up the next episode you're welcome thank you everybody for listening we will see you in two weeks for the rough patch so send in your legendary moment to hey beautiful podcast at gmail.com asap and make sure you write the rough patch as your subject line so i don't lose it thank you to rachel's cookies and treats as always, for being our most delicious sponsor. If you love this recap, please show us some love on Apple Podcasts by leaving a five-star review. It helps our HB family grow. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. And we hope you'll come back next episode. Because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our intro outro music is by Owl All. I am bad.